Hi, this is uh, Geek Loves Nerd, where we're trying to find something in common since 1996. Uh, my name is James. I'm the geek. And my name's Jen. I'm the nerd. And uh, this is a little show we do together sometimes to try to save our marriage. It's not really working, though. It's not. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'll fix that in post-production. No, uh, this is uh, show 41, brought to you the week of April 5th, 2009. And... Uh, Today's show is brought to you by uh, DrawYourPicture.com and GoDaddy. Uh, DrawYourPicture.com is an awesome place where I do artwork for pretty darn cheap, and you can check it out. See if there's anything I can do for you. Just see what I've done for others, even if you don't want anything. Just go over there. Also brought to you today by GoDaddy, where the code PODNAME121 can save you on your next domain. And um, also, it's brought to you by a member, a listener, called Dean from Down Under. So, or Down Under. There. That was pretty oh, bad. I just want to offend him. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Dean. I'll he make sounded, fun of your accent. He sounded a bit like a dingo. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, yeah, main topic today. We're going to take it light because uh, we we had a pretty heavy topic last time. And uh, two weeks ago, I might add, it was, uh, you know, being prepared for your first year of marriage. And so... We didn't really want to do part two yet. Mm, so. We're not really prepared for such a thing. Well, you know, so we decided to do a light show. After a heavy show like that, we like to go light. So today's light show, and our main topic is called the Random First Memory That Comes Game. It's a game that we made up. Actually, you made it up. It's a great game to play in the car. We, ne- next time you have something you need to talk about and you can't think of anything, rather than say, what do you want to talk about? Which is terrible. Yeah, because you can never... Th- it's like saying, where do you want to eat? Yeah. It's like, whatever well, was in your mind is gone. Yeah. Or, you know, what was the name of that guy in that movie? I know I know him from somewhere. And then you know it, but there's no way in Hades you're going to think of it. Mm-mm. So, uh, yeah, it's called the... This is this is something you do instead. The random first memory that comes game. So we're going to play that. We have 10 things, 10 random words that we wrote down, and we're going to just come up with the first memory. Now, I want to be clear. It's not the first memory you have. That would be too hard. Mm-hmm. It's not the first memory ever. Like, you have to go back in your past and think about No. Just the first memory that happened in your life. And it doesn't ever even have to be you. It just has to be something you remember that has to do... So it's like memory association, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It sounds so familiar. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I followed quite those rules. <laughs> that's okay. You don't. There are no rules. Oh, okay. Except that if you try to put rules on it, that's when you failed. Wow. All right. So let's get through it. I mean, to it. Uh, first one is, the first word is snow. What do you got? Um, sledding down the hill in front of our house. Um, and then... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, what? Whose house? Where? My house. In okay. Pennsylvania. When you say our... <laughs> Not mine, Even yours. I assumed <laughs> that we were married as children. <laughs> Suddenly. <laughs> Which was perverse. No, when I said our... I do not have fond memories of my childhood because my <laughs> wife was such a mean person. She would always take the sled. <laughs> no, um, when I think, when I bring myself back to childhood, then all of a sudden I'm part of my family again and I'm on an hour. Okay. But without you. So one hour. Anyway. <laughs> no, so tell um, me about this memory. Okay. Um, we had a hill. Our house sat on a hill, actually, in Pennsylvania. Where mm. we lived. And um, if it snowed, then we got to go sledding down the hill. My mom didn't really like this so much because it, it kind of, the hill ended at a road. And that, that's where all the cars are. Yeah, yeah, a little <laughs> bit on the dangerous side. That's the reason why side. it's fun. 
Yeah, but um, it was really fun. It wasn't as big as some hills around, but it was a good hill for being at our house. Not like this house here. There's no good hills. Well, uh, my first memory is um, in Florida, and uh, that's really rare because I think yeah. I can count like three times my whole life there was snow until we moved here to the Midwest. But I remember somebody coming in. I think it was a guy named Jimmy. He's a friend of my mom's. And uh, he comes in and he's got snowballs. And I remember thinking, there's no way those came from outside. And they kept talking about snow. It's snowing outside. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Other than the fact <laughs> that their snowflakes apparently are giant golf ball sized pieces of ice that you bring you didn't in from even outside. Know that you're like- and I wanted to go out and see it. I must have been three or four. I, mm. I don't know. I remember things from when I was really young. And, uh, but they would not let me go out, and so I had no clue what snow was. But that, that just that image of him holding up these two uh, things has has stuck with me. So I hmm. don't know. Weird. So it, it might not have even snowed that day. He might have gone in the freezer and just uh, compacted and it, a little bit of ice. Yeah, he might have compacted some ice cubes <laughs> with no. his magic powers. <laughs> I should have asked my wife. She would have known. <laughs> she hadn't been so busy sledding in Pennsylvania at the time. <laughs> Not being born yet. <laughs> That's true. If you were three, I was zero. <laughs> I was not sledding. You're causing your mom great labor and travail. Mm, I'm sure. All right. Uh, here's the second word, tree. Um, I always think of there's a weeping willow tree at the my grandmother's neighbor's house. And I always thought it was just weird that it was called weeping willow. And it was a really giant tree. Did you ever do anything with it? Like run through it? Um, we would hide under it. Because do you know what a weeping willow looks like? Yes, ma'am. Weeps. <laughs> I do. And so I even know what go, a whomping willow looks like. <laughs> on Harry Potter. And well, um, no, we would just play under it. You know, they don't really cry. I, I know. Yeah, they just That's why I thought it was down. weird that they called them weeping. When Every I was time I see, think of a weeping willow, I think of the song, Moon River. La, 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 la. What song is that? It's called Moon River. I don't know. It just What's makes it me from? think. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, it's from the best of the old oldies music mm. on the commercials. That's all I know. All right. Um, here we go. For me, I would have to say I remember the wimpy tree in in my real dad's backyard when we were kids. Uh, we'd have to go for a time after my mom and dad divorced. And he got a house. Uh, we'd have to go over there every other weekend. And I hated it because it was like the un- most unkid-friendly house on the planet. The backyard mm-hmm. was mostly dirt um, and no grass. And so it wasn't even fun to like fall down in or anything. And there was this one tree near the back of the lot. And, uh, and, and it, would, you, it had like one branch and it was like four foot off the ground. And all you could do is just climb up there. It took one step. <laughs> <laughs> would, would that up. really be climbing or it just, risking the tree's life? Kind of vaulting. <laughs> it, it, it was like jumping up in a chair that was just a little too high when you're mm. a toddler. And, and, and you're up on the counter now that you're an adult, mm. you know. <laughs> and so it wasn't even fun. Usually trees involve many steps, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's there's climbing, especially if you happen to be a sparkly vampire. You, mm. can, you can just go up a tree oh like Oh my gosh, you can go all the way to the like top. Like a cat. And you're like in mountains. Even if you're wearing a, a, a small pale child as a backpack, mm-hmm. you can climb up there. Uh, but this wasn't anything like that. So, yeah, tree, wimpy tree. All right. Here's the next word. Dirt. Um, the only thing I can think of is like in Pennsylvania, the dirt was real dark, kind of like 
most places. Anyway, there, it's, we would dig in it, and it'd be full of earthworms. Ew. Like, just full of them. Ew. And that's all I remember. So you dig through the earthworms and find some dirt. <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> gross. They were. They're even more gross now in our they try to come in our garage. They do. When it They're rains, sitting right there. They sit at the seal between the garage where the garage door hits the concrete. And and our daughter, of course, freaks out completely. Oh, yeah. Screams and runs. And uh, I, I enjoy doing a little palm action where I put a I, I do a magician's trick where I put a bug in one hand and then I pass it over to the other hand and then I eat it. Eat the bug, not my mm-hmm. hand. And Jenna does a full body <laughs> shiver and <laughs> runs. <laughs> Away from her dad. She does not like bugs. So dirt. Yeah. Uh, originally, Jen tried to say that she didn't have any memories because she was a girl. And I was like, bull smack. Girls don't deal with dirt. Dan, you don't deal with dirt, but you fight it. I you do fight, fight dirt. It. I fight dirt every day. Yeah. So I fight it on our children. Th- I fight it in our house. That's the thing about this memory game. It doesn't necessarily have to be the youngest, you know, earliest memory. It could have been a memory from the other day. Maybe some dirt tried to get in the house and you successfully fought <laughs> it, repelled it. I threw it back outside. Yeah. I mean, it, so anyway, keep that in mind for future reference, people. All right. Uh, my, I remember, uh, I am a boy and me and dirt are very closely mm-hmm. related. Uh, I, I enjoyed digging holes when I was a kid. I'd just yeah. grab a shovel and start digging. That's so weird. And and the cool thing about Florida is you dig down and you hit water. And you, hit water. <laughs> you don't have to dig very far No, either. and it's really cool because you can pat your hand on the, on the mud and the water will kind of rise to the surface and it's really, really cool. So you could only dig so far, but – and sometimes you could dig, you know, three or four feet depending on how much rain you had. Sometimes you get down five, six, seven feet and before you hit water. But uh, I'd always dig holes, and specifically one time in our house in Jacksonville, I dug a, a big round hole with a ramp coming out of it. And then we put logs, like these big old fat pine tree logs, all the way around because a tree had fallen on our pool. And somebody had come by and cut it up, but that's about mm. as far as we got. And so we lined these logs around the hole, and then I put a painter's tarp over that. And then put a stick up in the middle of the hole. And dude, with the ramp and everything, it was like the coolest thing in the world. And we pretended, in my mind, it looked like a Smurf house. Hmm. It had the walls, you know, that were probably, I don't know, two and a half feet. And then about two and a half foot of dirt. So there was a full four foot, five foot in the middle. You know, this tarp over the top that was white. And so we had a Smurf house. And it was the coolest thing ever. And it was hotter than Hades in there. We didn't spend five minutes. <laughs> but not, not in Florida. You can spend five minutes anywhere. It was so dang hot in there. You couldn't breathe. <laughs> it was dark and scary. You know, it was, the ground was wet. It was terrible. It was so humid in there. It was like a, like a, a I don't know, like those tents. They used to sweat, you know, the mm-hmm. disease out of people. Ugh. It was horrible. And um, and so, you know, somebody came and got the tarp. I think it was a friend from church that had been working. I'm mm-hmm. sure they were real thrilled with a big hole in the middle of their, their tarp from that, that uh, stake. But then the, the logs eventually kind of just went away. I don't know where they went to. I'm sure somebody Maybe came they got used them. them as firewood. Maybe the Smurfs got them. Maybe for the real house. <laughs> yeah. I thought I heard some theme songs uh, whistling. But then, uh, yeah, the hole just kind of just eventually melted. Mm. That's what the earth does in Florida. It, it just, just kind of melts it back, yeah. back into itself. It's like the ocean. Yeah. It just <laughs> takes it all back. It takes the beach away. Um, here, here's the next one. Bird. Oh, um, I always think of those. I was probably like seven or something. I don't know how old I was. Um, at my grandmother's house, there was a baby bird just like on the ground. And um, we tried to save it. 
we're mm. uh, we were gonna get it and feed it. You know, I don't know what we were gonna feed it. We didn't really think that hard, but um, who's we? Me and my cousins, oh. not me and you. <laughs> I have to ask you this because I know. Well, it was a group effort. You know yeah. how you have to you have a situation like a baby. You had bird. a bunch of cousins, didn't you? Uh huh. Okay. And you have to go and you got to consult the oldest cousins. What should we do with this baby bird? And then we get a couple of ideas. And maybe the younger kids get to an idea So or no two. adults were involved in this oh, process? Oh, no. No. Until we tried to actually pick up the bird and then we got in trouble. And Ooh. we weren't allowed to do that. Yeah. We were going to save it. But, <laughs> but then we found out that if we touched it, then the mother wouldn't have anything to do with it. Right. I, I think now, now thinking back, it was probably doomed already. Yeah. So. Mama probably kicked it out on purpose. Probably, uh, it's good parenting, like us. <laughs> yeah, not unlike the Dunder, <laughs> poor baby bird. <laughs> oh man, that does not mean that we throw our kid out of the nest. I just want to let everybody know that. No, because we don't really have a nest to throw just, them out of. No, but if we did, yeah, that would be different. Ah, uh, so I, I assume you weren't successful. No, we didn't save the bird. Uh, um, I, I had stories like that too, but. My my first real like memory that just came to my head was about a, a certain bird that we called Heidi. We had a pet chicken as a child, <laughs> and specifically, I remember Ma- was Heidi. Heidi was a chicken, not a yeah, rooster. Ma- Heidi was a chicken. She was a little brown chicken, and we'd gotten some eggs and stuff, and and hatched them in an incubator. And then there was this box in the kitchen full of them with a light on it, and and all this. And you'd put your hand in there, and all the little bitties would run away except for one. This little brown one would come and hop in your hand. It was the coolest thinking thing in the planet. And we just took to this this chicken, and as it grew up, you know, we it. it Followed us around the yard. Your mom let you keep it, or did you have a lot of chickens? Like, did you we, raise chickens? We, we raised chickens. We had a chicken wow. coop. You didn't know that? I didn't know that people raised chickens ever. I thought that <laughs> I was thought all. You were like... impressed. <laughs> no. I was like, there's something about my childhood that she likes. I mean, that's phenomenal. Let me tell you about chickens. Could you eat the eggs? Uh, yes, we did. We collected them. Even like unfarmed chickens. <laughs> It was okay to yeah, eat Yeah, even if they're not plowed <laughs> and planted in the ground. Well, just they didn't come from the grocery store and it was okay. The chickens don't come from the grocery store regardless. <laughs> I know, but don't do the eggs go through any kind of like pasteurization? <laughs> yeah, they cook them. <laughs> then they thaw them out and give them back to you. Here, they, they take them to the fire department and let them x-ray them for razor blades. How There's many? darn chickens these days. <laughs> How many chickens did you have? I don't know, like dozens. And then you hatched them in your kitchen? Well, a few, yeah. Wow. We were far, or we we want to be farm people. Was this know. in Yuley? Yeah. No, yeah. Uh-huh. It was Yuley, Florida. They probably wouldn't have allowed it in the city limits of Jacksonville. No, I doubt it. But anyway, point being is Heidi was cool, and uh, chickens weren't, but Heidi was awesome. And so I had a lot of good friends. I mean... <laughs> I didn't have any friends. That's All why. the chickens. <laughs> Only one of them. Chester and Biddy. <laughs> was, um, Biddy got eaten by a dog. Was Heidi allowed out and yes, the rest of the Heidi, chickens were in a coop? Yeah. A chicken coop? Yep. All wow. those chickens were locked up and they and when Heidi would follow us around the yard, um, the other chickens would balk. Did Heidi go back to the coop at night? No. Heidi slept under the porch. Really? Yeah. Chickens she, can do that like a dog? Yeah. Free range. 
<laughs> Heidi was organic. <laughs> she was an organic chicken. <laughs> you were eating organic eggs in Yuli. That yep. is amazing. And they were fertilized sometimes. It was uh, gross. Mom didn't figure that out that you can't have a rooster in there because you'd have little blood pockets in the, oh, in that's, the eggs. See, that's why you buy them at the grocery store right there. No. And sometimes <laughs> uh, sometimes they'd have eggs and and they'd be all the shells would be like flimsy like squishable like a sh- like thin because they didn't have enough um uh calcium so you and apparently what you do is you put chicken. you scatter oyster shells mm-hmm. and they eat them and it also helps them digest apparently mm-hmm. uh but the, yeah and then their shells would get hard again so anyway heidi very cool very cool memory heidi was eventually eaten by another pet which one a dog yeah his name was shortcut he was a poodle. <laughs> I thought you loved him. Um, no, no, I'm sorry. He wasn't eaten by Shortcut. Shortcut and Heidi got along famously. But we moved and some fray, some city dog ate her. Wow. And Imagine that. You know? It was terrible. Oh. And I say city loosely, but anyway. Was that in St. Mary's? St. Mary's, yeah. A city of 10,000? City of 10,000. That grand. is quite the metropolis. All right. So here's the next word. Uh, vacation. Um, I always think of the beach. We, my grandparents had well they didn't always have a house at the beach but they would rent a house every year for a few weeks and which we, beach the um bethany beach in delaware actually there were a couple beaches around but that was the main one we went to and what was cool about this beach because i've been to your beach it's not really much of a beach no it's really short compared to the florida beach thin thin because of the erosion Beaches are typically not short they go pretty far yeah. in both <laughs> right, directions not short it's very thin because of yeah. the erosion, but um, there's boardwalks, and and you walk up the boardwalk. I think it's thin because of Delaware. Yeah, Delaware it's a very thin state. <laughs> it is. We're like, you know, if we're gonna get a beach, it has got to be thin. <laughs> we don't have a lot of space. We got. We don't have a lot of room. We can't be pushing back the uh, area to live in. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So the boardwalk. A boardwalk, and we go up and get fries for lunch, which is really healthy. Oh, I know. I got to go do that with you last oh, year. Oh, that was so yummy. So amazing. And um, I wanted buckets of fries, though. We'd get a giant bucket, and I'll share it. But there'd always be sand in the bucket. <laughs> By the time we got to the bottom, it was sand in it. Yeah. But um, no, we love going to the beach. We like playing in the sand and playing in the water. And my grandmother would buy us all the ice cream we could eat. It's awesome. fun times. Lots of cousins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I. I came from an only child. No cousins. So, so yeah, that was me and my sisters, and then later my brothers, and that was it. That was well, you see it. how much fun Jenna has with Kayleen Wesley. Oh yeah, and Abby. the only memory I have about cousins, and that's not a keyword, is my mom told me she because she had cousins. She'd say they made me bite the heads off matchsticks one time. <laughs> and what? So, I had this horrible. I'm like, I'm glad I don't have cousins. <laughs> Even to the point that when I first met you, you said you had all these cousins. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, no. I hope there's no she's, matchsticks She's a matchstick there. biter. <laughs> what the heck does that mean, anyway? I don't know. Bite the heads off of matchsticks. It's really not the worst thing I can was, imagine. She apparently was one of the younger cousins. I guess so. Anyway. All right. And tell me about Band-Aid. The word Band-Aid. Oh, I just always think of, like, the... I, Skin my knee one time and it was a giant, giant <laughs> gash. <laughs> and I had a giant band-aid on it. Oh, okay. And uh as long as it's uh, covered in my mind. It wasn't covered until I covered it. It had rocks in it. Too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I skinned it on the gravel and you know, all the rocks were stuck in Where in where the, where did, how did this happen and uh, what was going on? I don't know. I fell. I just well, how old were you? 
That's about like six or seven. Oh, okay, because uh, you know I haven't seen any giant band aids being used around here recently. I know this was when I was little, mm. but I should remember gravel being all stuck in it. I had to clean it. It was kind of gross. You said the word band aid. Well, I thought maybe you just liked them. Maybe you maybe you bought some one time. Maybe you had a SpongeBob band aid. Mm, they didn't have SpongeBob when I was nope. a kid. Um. Okay, so uh, here's mine. I, I one time took my sister on a bike around the block, mm-hmm. which was illegal. and But we had a banana seat bike, so she sat on the back, and she had no shoes on. And her feet, you know, when you're on the back, you just stick your feet out. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nowhere for your feet to be. Well, anyway, we almost made it all the way around. Man, this would have been a good show for uh, nobody's listening or a good story. But um, anyway, she stuck her foot. Oh, I did tell this story on nobody's listening. Anyway, she got her foot caught in the spokes. Yeah. And, it, and it embedded, the spoke cut a gash in the top of her foot. And I remember my mom uh, said she probably needs stitches, but we can't afford them. <sighs> and so she took butterfly band-aids and, and just kind of put it together. That is probably why she had to have a foot operation. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I have my stories confused. I think it was Amy climbing on the car and she sliced it on the windshield wiper somehow. And the Butterfly Band-Aid still came into play. But yeah. whatever happened to Leanne's foot in the spokes? That wasn't Leanne. That was Amy. There was, it's always Amy. Amy's foot was in the spokes? Yeah. Leanne never had a foot injury. No. Oh. Okay. You can get your story straight. I have mm. two sisters, and there's only one that would fit on a banana seat behind me. Mm. All right, here's your word. Bully. Um, when I was in middle school, I didn't deal with any bullies in elementary school. The, I was walking down the hallway, and this girl, she's kind of big. She was a lot bigger than me. Um, she started kicking, kicking me, like kicking me in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> you said butt. <laughs> but she just kept kicking me. So me and all my toughness, I turned around and I pushed her. Ooh. And Did she back off? No, she was kind of pushing me back. And then I just walked away. I'm like, I don't want to get in trouble. You showed her. She never kicked me again, though. So it's kind right. of a good thing. That's the thing about bullies is most of the time, except in the movies, uh, they they won't they they will go to the target of least resistance. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah. she was a lot bigger than me though. She was like a lot taller and just. Well, that bigger. was before No Child Left Behind. There'd be a seventeen-year-old in your third-grade class <laughs> back <laughs> That's then. True, she probably was a few years older. <laughs> so uh, you had a, do you have any more? Oh yeah, in um in art class when I was in high this school. This is my favorite one. <laughs> oh no, I don't want it. <laughs> there was this one. boy. This boy, and he would bother me. He me, bothered everybody. He bothered everybody. He would just, actually, he, I don't think he ever did any work, because he would just walk around and bother it people. It was an art class, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, your sister was in there with me, the one who got her foot sliced open. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, she, uh, no, and we sat together, Amy, and uh, he would bother everybody. He'd come over, and he'd just talk, and he'd just say stuff, just rude an, stuff. Just to get on people's nerves. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, one time, I guess he had seen you. We we were dating at the time. And he said something about your boyfriend's ugly <laughs> or something like that. I don't remember what it was. It was something something mean about you. And I just lost it. I started, I yelled at him and I started hitting him. And I hit him all the way from the front of the classroom to the back. But I don't, Amy says I hit like a girl. She said... But okay, but when I hear it, Amy tells me you, your from, voice got really high and screechy, like you do when you mm-hmm. get mad. I was Robert really mad. Yeah, you're yeah. swinging your, and he's backing up, like oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I probably actually didn't make contact with him very much, mm. but uh, yeah. And then, and then the art teacher, um, 
once I, I guess he came back in the room or came in the room or whatever and um, once he came up, I just started crying because I don't know that's what you do when you get all upset and you're a girl. And uh, and he, the art teacher, starts yelling at the guy, "What'd you do? What you? What do you think you were doing? What the heck do you think you're doing?" That was Mr. Bill Herman from, mm-hmm. and he yelled a lot. Yeah, so. he did. He yelled at everybody. He yelled at me, and I was like one of the, his favorite students. Yeah, he yelled but at he me would once. cuss. <laughs> Yeah. And so, what in the heck do you think, think you're he, doing? I think he threw a chair one time. <laughs> he took a hammer and he beat the fire alarm off the wall <laughs> because it kept chirping. <laughs> and he got mad about it. And he's like, and then he hits it and beats it, you know, just until it falls off. And then he turns around and goes, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> And even the, like, wannabe, you know, early onset goth kids that was back, these alternative kids were kind of freaked out. <laughs> Yeah, this is why you don't send your kids to Georgia public schools. Oh, just man. To... He was awesome. <laughs> he was scary. You just didn't want to be on the bad end of no, that one. because he screamed at me once. Dude, if you got in a fight, oh. he would just grab you both by whatever he could grab and drag you. He wouldn't even talk to you or argue with you. You could still be fighting. He didn't care. He'd just be walking <laughs> Yeah, out. he would. He wouldn't even separate you. <laughs> He'd just walk. But, um... Yeah, so, and I got him. But he, he looked like, wait, wait, who did he look like? Who's that whoop whoop guy on, 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 on? Richard Simmons? No, no, no. He looked like that art guy, the one hour painting dude. Oh, I don't know with who the, that With is. the afro and the beard. He did look like a hippie. Oh, though. my God. The guy that's like fluffy clouds. We're just going to paint some little fluffy clouds. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That guy, he's famous. But Bill Herman looked exactly like that guy, except he was just a little meatier. But he wore the, the Levi's jeans and the Levi's vest and a loud shirt underneath and had a fro and a beard. His fro and beard eventually turned gray. But, yeah, they yeah. were gray when I was in wow. school, I think. He was a bully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a bully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my favorite class, though. Okay, uh, my, my memory, uh, besides Bill Herman... Is uh, I I remember my first my first bully memory. I got these brand new shoes. I was a poor kid, but my mom had gotten some leather shoes, and for some reason I thought they were cooler than tennis shoes. And I wore them to school, and this boy stomped on them, just wow. stepped on them, stepped on them over and over and over on the playground at lunch. You know whatever's going on, and I was just wimpy. I didn't even know how to react to this, and because uh, I was the oldest of all these girls, nobody ever picked on me. I picked on them, and uh, so anywho. I came home and I busted out crying and all this kind of stuff. And uh, my mom tried to uh, get this kid to pay for new shoes, but I never got new shoes. They lasted one day. Do you think that the, they paid? No. Oh, okay. I don't think anybody paid for anything. Mm. We were we none of us were real rich there on the north side of Jacksonville. No, I wonder why. That's why I knew it was a lie in that Twilight movie when that lady's like, "You'll love Jacksonville." No, you won't. Not if they lived on the north side. Not unless you live in Orange Park. See, Orange Park might be a slum by now. I don't even know, but that was like... No, it's still nice. Okay. Everything's the south side, though. Mm. Regency is the slums. Yeah, it was then, too. Yeah, but it's gotten worse. Wow. That's where we shopped. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Until somebody got shot there one time. That's what my mom told me. All right. uh, So tell me about the word park. And not parking a car, a park. Oh, the the first park I could think of is just like, it was really more like a ball field. And uh, we'd go there and play. Sorry, that's not going to cut it. We need a real park. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Oh, good. Um, we'd play kickball with my cousins. Wow. This is awesome. And Anything else you do with your cousins? 
No. Did you ever not do anything without you? You grew up around a lot of family, though. Mm-hmm. See, me, I would have, even if I had cousins, I'd have seen them like once a year. Yeah. Because surely my mom wouldn't have gotten along with any of the brothers and but sisters. But you were, you were technically not that far from family. But yeah, she was. Technically? Wouldn't technically? Technically, you lived in Florida all your, if you had any family, they were in Florida. Wow. They were. Yeah, but Florida is a long way. There's a lot of Florida. It's a long state. Nobody lives width away from each other. They live length away from each other. <laughs> yeah, because width is about two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the most. But I, yeah, I see grandma about once a year. I mean, yeah, the, but she the speed limit was 55. It took a lot longer to get places. It was only like less than and three gas, hours away. Gas two hours. was probably 60 cents a gallon Oh, back yeah, then. I imagine. <laughs> we were trying to revive alive and, and save fuel. Mm-hmm. Driving that 55. And the high, there was, but you know, the, the road between Jacksonville and, and Old Town, Florida is not exactly play, paved with gold. There, there wasn't many freeways between there and there. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, and my grandmother lived in Miami for a while. Oh, really? When that you were a kid? That was the forever trip. Yeah. Goodness oh, I didn't gracious. know that. That is far. That's like six, seven hours. Anyway, playing kickball with your cousins? That's the only thing I could think of with the park. We didn't really go to the park. Did anything cool happen? See, all my stuff has stories attached to it, but that's kind of well, you, me. You didn't ask for a story. I mean, no, we just kicked the ball <laughs> and catch it. Hey, uh, you got any memories about a park? Yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't say give me a story about a park. You said a memory. I remember I know, playing kickball. That's cool. That's cool. That Was it fun? Um, How many cousins? What position did you play? Usually two, and I'd usually be the one to roll the ball. I don't know. The ball was just around. Because you were one of the older cousins. I mean, you're a small person. I was the second oldest. I never think of you as a leader. I was the second oldest. But you were... And the oldest was four years older than me, so he was usually not around. So I was in charge. So you were like the Weasley cohort. I was in charge. And then I had a cousin that was a year younger, and me and him, we, we rolled the roost. Wow. We set the rules. All the other kids followed. Must be hard to be married. Why? Because I set the rules. <laughs> you do. Um, since I don't have a story for that, I could give you a story for one of the other words. Okay, cool. Um, you were talking about your chicken, Heidi? Yeah. We had a rooster. Really? I don't really know why, but it chased us. Your dad probably found it dumpster diving. No, somebody from the family gave it to us. Yeah, ch- roosters are evil. We've already been down that road. No, you didn't mention any roosters. No, not this episode, but in the past. Hmm. We had a rooster, that, and it chased my brother, and it bit him. It didn't bite. They don't have teeth. <laughs> it pecked at Thank him. Thank you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then they sent it. They sent it away for for testing Christmas dinner. <laughs> Why does this chicken have teeth? <laughs> you don't eat roosters. Well, that's what Who someone a told me. You can't eat a rooster. It's still a chicken. They're, no, they, you don't eat rooster. Why would it taste any different? It just does. Their their they their muscles are different. So you don't all those chickens are hens. Are, they're always hens. They say it on the package. Cornish game hen. You don't no. eat a Cornish game rooster. I know, but that's Cornish game. But what about regular old chickens? Chickens are are chickens. I can't say the what word about, of a of a male chicken. What about turkey and it do you eat male and female turkey? I don't know. Oh, okay. You're kind of the farm expert. I didn't know this. I, I never raised turkeys. Did you did you ever gather eggs? Yes, every day. Really? Yeah. And I saw possums and snakes. Did the did the the chickens get mad when you took their eggs? They they had little picket signs. <laughs> 
It was very, it was hard to cross <laughs> that, the, the line there. But I mean, you're basically stealing their children, <laughs> at least for the fertilized eggs. <laughs> I mean, I'd be mad if you stole my baby, so. Yeah. Anyway, okay, we can move on. But what's your park story? My park story is I had decided one time, me and my sister, um, we weren't mad at anybody. We weren't mad at all about at my mom, but we decided we were going to run away to the park. Because mm. we had a park just down the street, about halfway between our house and, and our school that we walked to. And we really liked the park. It was fun. And if you were going <laughs> to run away... It was a good place to that go. It was a good place to go. And we decided we were going to take the doghouse with us. Because we had a pretty good-sized doghouse. You and were no, going to take no dog. the doghouse. Yeah. It was white and green. It was pretty cool. I think my, my real dad had made it or somebody made it. And we'd always use it as a clubhouse. But um, we were going to move that. And and my sister was young enough not to question it. But I immediately in the back of my head was going, holy crap, how are we going to move this thing down there? <laughs> was it heavy? Because it wasn't going to fit in the stick, in the in the handkerchief on the end of the stick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because that's how I saw you run away. I just mm-hmm. wanted a stick with a pouch on you the end. You just wanted to run away. I, I wanted the stick with the pouch on the end. That's wow. all I wanted. Did you I have Gather, yes, I gathered a few belongings and in, you a, put it on a, in a dish rag, <laughs> and I put them on a on a spindly pine tree stick that happened to have fallen on the ground, which had sap all over it. <laughs> they didn't tell you about that in the picture. Well, and and we, we were in the doghouse ready to go, mm-hmm. and my sister starts crying, and she's like, um, you know, I'm just like, why are you crying? She's like, I'm going to miss mom. And I'm like, well, she can come, you know, we can come visit her. Because I realized if she came to visit us and found out where we were living, she'd probably bring us home. Mm. But we could come and visit and then like sneak out and, and get back. And she'd never know she'd where She'd never you know. As she, she was driving down the road, she'd never see that big white and green doghouse. <laughs> she wouldn't watch you go back to the park. As we're struggling it, to get it in the, into place <laughs> yeah. under the jungle gym. The concrete jungle gym. Did you ever gym. try to move the doghouse? No, never. Mm. It's too heavy. I but was it six. Was- it was just a good idea. <laughs> it was a great idea. We never even got out. I just remember that the pouch and the stick stayed in there and got moisturized as everything in Florida does. Yes, and mildewed and whatever clothes I had in there were just defamated. Mm. Decimated. Defamated. And, and defi- they had, defecated. They had bad character. And, and, they, and they had bugs in them. Mm. Little roly-polies usually. Ew. Ugh, Florida, Florida is, so is, a, is, a, is a big Petri dish. It is. It is. <laughs> Your towels don't even dry in Florida. They just stay damp. They do. They do not dry. Shut up. I don't like you. It's just one you're continual just, washing. You're just a big peach. We actually dish. pour water on ourselves to get drier. Mm. <laughs> Can we move and on? And we light ourselves on fire to cool down. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of Florida, uh, the word nightmare. Hmm. Um, why is that speaking of Florida? I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, my reoccurring nightmare was that the house was on fire Mm. when I was a kid. Big fear. It's still a big fear of mine. Yes, it is. You know where it came from? I finally figured it out. Good. Tell me. Okay. Right here on the show. We used to watch Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Which you would think is a really wholesome show. Oh, it is until that girl goes blind because of fire. (laughs) No, she didn't go blind. No, the... I didn't even fully understand the episode, but there's apparently an episode, and this is just a spoiler alert for anybody out there who hasn't seen it. Jen, I think. Attention, folks. Jen just gave a spoiler alert for Little House on the Prairie. I didn't want to upset any listeners. Dang it, I was almost caught up. Anyway. I'm going to erase it from my Netflix. (laughs) 
Dang tell it. the story. It's too upsetting for me. <laughs> tell the dang story. All right. So anyway, um, in the episode, who lit the fire? Don't tell. I them. don't know. The house catches on fire, mm. and the little house. No, it was a big house. Oh, and the um. There was Mary, Laura's sister. Yeah. She was blind. Right. And she was blind from scarlet fever. And oh, I thought she got blind from the fire. Oh. No. And then, um, but her, she had a baby, but she was blind and the baby was stuck inside the house. Mm. And then there was a lady who went in to get it or a lady who was supposed to be doing something. I don't know, but the lady and the baby died. Oh. In the fire. Dang. So yeah, so it was pretty, pretty upsetting. That's the kind of drama that came out in the later years. Yeah. When ratings were slo- well, sloping a little bit. They were they were a lot older, too. Mm. But anyway, so yeah, that's I, th- I think that's where my fear of fire came from. Okay. Pretty legitimate, really. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd Sorry say for so. anybody that I've ruined the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mary's baby dies. So as you're, as you're pausing that part to listen to the show, and you were really <laughs> wondering what was going to happen. Yeah, no happy endings for that episode. Oh, gosh. Uh, I just remember Mary screaming. Oh, man, Jen. That was kind of bad. Anyway, so don't let your kids watch Little House on the Prairie. No. Let them watch... Rated R. Let them watch Friday the 13th or something. (laughs) Yeah, something wholesome. (laughs) It would be a little less Uh, scary. Okay, um, that's going to make mine look dumb, but I had a reoccurring dream of one thing. (laughs) And I cannot explain why it, I would wake up in a cold sweat totally freaked out. Somebody's going to try to interpret this dream, and I hate that. So don't. I don't care what it means. I don't believe in dream interpretation. Blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Um, it was just a pile of sand. Mm-hmm. Like a sloping pile. Like a, uh, like not a pyramid, but a, pir- a curved one inside, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I'm trying to imagine what that would look like. I don't know. Just imagine it's... It's got a point, a, a, a rounded point, sloping down like a like a chart, I guess, on each side, you know. But it was Kinda perfectly like round. Curve. Yeah, like a bell curve, except more pointed. Okay. Okay. A and, pointed and, bell curve. And so this is just in the middle of a of a of a desert or whatever, and the wind just blows that away till there's nothing there. And when that would occur, I would wake up completely freaked out. The bell curve was everything you held dear. Stop it. <laughs> Every grain of sand was an the idea and potential. was all your chickens. <laughs> no. The bell curve was all the pets. I'll tell you another one I, I still have, and it's that I'm in a car, mm-hmm. and, and I've had it uh, where it's been a bus or a van or anything, all the way up since childhood, uh, where I'm in a car just doing car stuff, and all of a sudden the driver of the vehicle is gone. And I've got to drive it either from the back seat, like over the seat, like the gas is still pushed or whatever. Or and but the, it, no matter what's going on, no matter if I was five or thirty-five, I can't drive. I don't know how to drive. Mm. Do you know what that came from? Yeah, it came from freaking Little House on the Prairie. I know. It came, <laughs> Mary, who was blind, it came from, was driving. It came from the the rapture scares that you had as a childhood yeah, that you would so. be left behind. And the driver of the car would go up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> Love you too. The sun has gone and you've been left behind. <laughs> the sun has come and you've been oh, left whoops. behind. What kind of Christian are you? Uh, okay, here's the last word money. Mm. Uh, you go first. Really? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, it, the, my first memory, I guess. I mean, I had other memories about money, but the big one, the one my favorite, I guess, is every year, uh, whenever one of us had a birthday, each of us would get a dollar, mm-hmm. and we'd go down to the mom and pop shop, and we'd be able to buy a dollar's worth of candy for the for the birthday kid, which would buy a lot of candy. It did, at that especially time. cherry yeah. chans and mm-hmm. lemon heads, ten cents a box, and, and lick 'em sticks. And uh, blow pops and oh. now or laters. I mean, this stuff was ten cents each, or probably less than that at the time. And uh, we we'd uh, give those in in little brown paper bags. We'd give them to the birthday kid, and then after the birthday party and blah blah blah, and the kid had, we'd always go outside and we'd just share it. And it was one of the few times that I remember, and Leanne, even my sister would agree to this if she remembers it all, it, that was just a time of unity between the three of us. No matter whose birthday it was, because we kind of hated each other as kids. Mm-hmm. But that time we'd come together and we'd just share all this candy until it was almost all gone. Mm. And it was great. I remember those candies. We'd, we'd try to rip the Lick'em Sticks packages apart because mm-hmm. they, they looked like they were perforated. They weren't. Mm-hmm. And you'd rip into a bag, you know. And then there were three of us, but only two Lick'em Sticks. So mm-hmm. the birthday kid would get one, and then you'd give the other one to the other two, and they'd break it in half. Oh, okay. You wouldn't, like, share the no, licking. No. Goodness. <laughs> gross. Shared licking? Mm-hmm. We're not dogs. <laughs> I don't know. We weren't dog babies. <laughs> you had chickens. We, you can't get over that, can you? You're jealous. No, I am truly amazed. You have chicken envy. I am truly amazed because I I can't like I well, can't put that in my head like like we would just walk outside well, this, and there'd be chicken coops. This ought to be... break your mind. Then we'd walk down our 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 uh, down our our road, our dirt road, mm-hmm. I might say. And on the right, there was a Shetland pony farm. Mm. And then down further to the left, there was about five hundred guineas. What are guineas? Guineas like are like evil chickens. <laughs> They're not evil. They are just. They are just scary looking. They look like vultures and tur- and chickens mated. Mm. And uh, they flew. They fly. And they slept up in the pine trees. And, How did they uh, keep them? They didn't keep them. The, the guineas just, dis- I mean, they bought them and had them, but the guineas were free roaming. Free range guineas. <laughs> they were organic gimme- guineas. Gimmies. <laughs> Gimme. <laughs> they were always asking for a spare change. Give me some. Give me some spare change. <laughs> they... But they, they slept in the trees. Yeah. And then what would you do with the guineas? Do you eat them? I don't know. Oh. It's like emus. What do people do with they emus? They ate them. Yeah, I know. But I don't know what they you do with They rode them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was ostriches, and that was Swiss Family Robinson. Get your story mm. straight. All right, so money. Oh, um, the first thing I was thinking of. Why did you make me go first? Because I had to scroll down so I could remember what I wrote. <laughs> go <laughs> but ahead. But I'm not supposed to say that. Um. When we were kids, um, we'd spend the uh, some of the summer at my grandmother's house, and um, her friends would always come over, and we'd play cards. And we grandma's friends, yeah, wow. Some of grandma's friends would come her over. Cousins? <laughs> no, her just real friends. Okay. And um, we sometimes got to, at least I did. I guess the older kids got to play cards with them, and um, they always gambled. I didn't realize that they well, were gambling, but they everybody had money, and it it was just change. It wasn't big. Were money. they playing strip poker? No. Good. <laughs> and um, so we would get to use, my grandmother had a huge bucket of change. So we would get to um, use a change from her bucket and uh, so we could ante up or whatever it's called, put wow. our money in <laughs> so we could play the game. And then if you won, if you won the pot, you got to keep it. Wow. But even it was though, all pennies and stuff, huh? No, it was like quarters. And even though it wasn't your change. Even though you didn't start out with that money. 
that even though that wasn't your money to start out with, which that never occurred to you us. You know, I, I, coming from a gangster family like you do, that uh-huh. that's really the, the <laughs> side of it, and people never see <laughs> yeah. the kindness of gangster grannies. That's right. <laughs> that's awesome. But anyway, so that was that was my first happy memory of money. With many to follow as I made more and, and more many, money. And many bad Many memories. more gambling escapades. <laughs> you can see Jen and the Texas Hold'em Championships every yeah. year on, on the Dice Network. We uh. played Scat. Have you ever played that? No. Have you ever heard of that? No. I have heard of Scat, and it. I think it's Cat Poop, mm. to be honest. Oh, well, this card game was called Scat. And it's named after Cat Poop. And I was quite good at it. You're good at Cat Poop. Mm. <laughs> It's okay. You're good at cat poop, Jen. That's okay. All I have to do is dump a pile of sand in the backyard and watch it blow oh away. Oh my god! <laughs> and you'll wake up in a cold. How dare! You? How dare you! You just went for the jugular. <laughs> Sorry. I I love you less now. I'm sorry, but you gotta admit we, it does sound kinda weird. <laughs> Especially when you wouldn't at least let me interpret it. I was trying to help you make it sound legit, but no, you wouldn't even let me. I can't believe the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I opened myself up. <laughs> you did, I'm sorry. <laughs> But I too, wow. I told my you my worst nightmare. I told you about the dirt and the worms. I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna wake up in the morning. <laughs> I'm gonna come down to my computer. In my computer chair is gonna be this pile of dirt <laughs> and a fan. <laughs> Time activated. Impress me <laughs> if you dare. <laughs> if you dare face your fears, James. <laughs> I hate you. No, it was really from that soap opera. What was that one with the hourglass and the sand? Oh, gosh. Wait. Days of Our Lives. Yes. Dun, 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 through the, dun, through the through like, the, sand Through the time. hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Yes. You're confusing it with Bill and Ted. Oh, whatever. <laughs> and their and they're, they're talk with uh, so- Socrates. Mm. Okay. Um, it's time for some news. But first, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to go through the rest of our stuff. So thanks for hanging out we don't have much time left anyway so it'll be a short it'll be short news stuff peace no. hi this is james and this is trevor and we do a little show called nobody's listening it's a show about stories do you have stories we assume everybody has an embarrassing silly funny life story and that's what we do on nobody's listening and you can catch it at nlcast.com or you can just download it or visit it rather than catching it oh yeah i suppose you can catch our show like a cold on the itunes check us out online at nlcast.com or on itunes please help us out because if you don't listen then nobody will be listening That's just one example of the humor you can expect at NLCast.com. Check us out online or on iTunes today. Or you're not going to heaven. Peace out, peeps. We're back and we do have a little bit of news. First of all, uh, just reminding you guys of the marriage conference that we're going to be participating with. At, uh, it's called the Marriage Ability Conference, and it's at Sheffield Family Life Center in Kansas City, Missouri, May 1st and 2nd. Uh, you can call 816-241-4831. 4831. And uh, talk to them about it. Find out about it. We're going to be doing two sessions, uh, Parents as Pastors and Opposites Attract. And I did a video commercial for it the other day. You did a good job, too, I saw. Really? Mm -hmm. Did it work out? I did it in almost one take. And the shirt you were wearing looked good. What color was it? 
It, well, it looked dark in the thing. It was your gray and Oh, they photoshopped it. They photoshopped it because I was wearing a hot pink shirt. No. Yeah. I love hot pink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little bit of sand. <laughs> and uh, if you haven't yet, if you're a podcast listener, you need to go to the webcomic. It's at geeklovesnerd.com. It's twice a week. Every uh, It updates every Wednesday and Friday. So check it out. If you like the stuff we do at Geek Loves Nerd, the, the, the uh, weekly comic is about nine times out of ten about stuff that happens in our life. And it, it features Jen and me and the and the boy and Jenna. So check it out. And uh, don't forget about our GoDaddy codes. Let me read them off. You can save yourself some money and help the show out at the same time. Pod121 will get you 10% off hosting uh, at GoDaddy.com. Blue, B-L-U, 121. Uh, 10% off all, all products. Uh, Pod Save 121 will get you $5 off orders, 30 or thirty bucks or more. And Pod Name 121 will get you a 749 domain name. I used that myself the other day to register a brand new website that I'd like to announce called cleancasts.com. And why don't you tell us a little bit about your project, Jen, cleancasts.com? Well, I really, you know, I've been looking on the internet and I can never find just a good website that will give me a good listing of clean comedy or clean podcast for clean me to, podcast that's right yeah. there's really nothing out there there's tons and of so, directories and there's there's tons of listings but there's nothing that classifies things really where you could click on clean and get clean podcasts and that's why Jen. that's why i use my skills as a php coder that's right to um create a website it, not quite as good as i would like it to be but you not know, yet but you're gonna work on it's, it it's in the works um and uh what else did I do? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, check it out, cleancast.com, and it is, uh, it's only got about 24 websites listed. It just launched yesterday. Well, yeah, what can you expect, really? Yeah, but it's already got a good group. I mean, we just had our first testimonial lady said she found six new podcasts that she's listening to now. And uh, check it out at cleancasts.com. And uh, it's free, obviously, to use. And uh, tell tell your favorite podcasters about it. Tell them they can list their shows. Every show is PG or G. There is no 13. There's no R. There's no X. There's no extraterrestrials. There's no aliens. No. But uh, every show is good. And we have every classification that's in iTunes. We got science and arts and music and blah, blah, blah. So check it out at cleancast.com. I'm really excited about it and support this because I think it can really bring a lot of... Uh, uh, people together. I think it's going right. to be great. It's going to be great. Okay, life updates. We just got through with uh, the flu just uh, kind of burned its way through our house this past weekend. It was horrible. It was horrible. All I know is I'm at work Wednesday morning. I've been there about an hour and a half. I'm cleaning my office and I get a call and it's basically something like this. Uh, she says, the boy threw up on the babysitter <laughs> and I, th- I, I, I threw up on the way home. And so you need to come home and help me. And I was like, oh, great. And so I came home, and I helped everybody. Jen, Jen pretty much passed out upstairs. I did. I was so sick. I tried to go to work. I was sick when I got up, and I tried to go to work. I don't even. I was. It was like I was in a daze. Yep. The boy I was, was so sick. The boy was pooping all over himself and flipping out. Luckily, though, he went to sleep about six. But about that time, Jenna starts saying she doesn't feel good. And she's got a bucket, thankfully, and that I'd given her just in case. And she starts barfing all over oh, the place. Oh, that kid barfed like I. Oh my uh, gosh! Every hour for like twelve hours. Yeah, it was. It was about that like kid I got did. Sick. Well, oh I gosh. I was thankfully well enough until Jen was kind of mostly over her thing because that night I was up all night barfing and puking. And so was Jenna, and but so I took care Jenna. of her while you were sick. So. Cuz Jenna oh. was finally Jen was finally feeling better. Yeah, so anyway, oh my gosh, you just I hate that's the worst kind of sick ever. 
just knowing you're going to puke and, uh, I, and I, it's so much, my ribs hurt, my throat, my larynx, everything uh-huh. hurt. It was just terrible. And finally getting over that. And then we tried to go to Walmart Friday and, um, everybody else was doing pretty good, but man, I, I almost passed out in the middle of the aisle. Thought I, I got nauseous. I got weak again and, uh, it just was too soon. And, and then I tried to work out the next day, and I almost passed out. So. So, but anyway, it's Sunday. We're doing fine. We're fine. I felt a little slow today, but it's okay. Uh, tell us a little bit about Peggle, Jen. Um, it's my new favorite game on the Xbox. This is the first game Jen has ever willingly played and ever played by herself on the 360. Mm-hmm. It is a huge step in the right direction. I just want to tell you I'm very excited about that, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's sound clip. Yeah. So uh, tell us about Peggle. Um, you just, you just, uh, point this ball thing and you push it and the ball comes down and it hits Sounds different great. things. <laughs> Sounds like a great game. It's on the Xbox 360 Live Arcade and, uh, it's called Pego. It's a great game. What's great about it is you don't really have to have any skills and you can still feel good about yourself. Well, that's why they made it. But it's yeah. a, it's a hit with guys and gals. But, uh, the one thing I wanted to talk about with Peggle and why it's a life update and not an ad for Peggle. Peggle. <laughs> Thank you for the sponsorship, Peggle. Is the word has become a, 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 a piece of vernacular in our house. We just mm-hmm. say randomly say Peggle. Peggle. And we call our children Peggle. Hey, Peggle, come here. Peggle, Peggle. And then it's something you can actually say while you're, somebody's playing Peggle. You could just, if they do a good job, you could just say Peggle. Mm-hmm. Um, but even more than that, what I really want to say was my wife doesn't read. You guys may go back and listen to the one where she was talking. I was trying to get her to play uh, Viva, Viva Pinata. Yeah. There's a lot of reading. She just clicks through reading, and it drives me nuts because you it have to read. If long. there's something up there, it's important. Uh, but there's hardly any of that in Peggle. But there is a little brief introduction of uh, this unicorn starts talking to you. He introduces himself and all this. Jen just clicks right through it. She doesn't care about (laughs) instructions. She doesn't care X, Y, whatever. She's just going to go through. She literally says, I don't want to hear your unicorn story. I don't want to save your unicorn friends. Just let me play the game. (laughs) That's the funniest thing I've ever heard her say. Thank you. I don't want your unicorn story and I don't want to save your unicorn friends. (laughs) I just want to. I just want to drop a ball with no skill, <laughs> and do really well. <laughs> and do really well. Tell me about Tiki, Jen, because nobody's listening. Episode one o two. Tiki we, is featured. We told the story of Tiki the rat mouse. Tell us your version real quick about Tiki. Um, I was in there, uh, in the laundry room. Well, no, standing outside of the laundry closet, I should say, um, doing some laundry, and I heard some significant movement in the laundry room. I was very worried, and. Um, significant animal movement i thought yeah so i asked james about it he's like yeah he, he was kind of nonchalant about it i think there's a bird stuck in there <laughs> stuck in a vent under the floor or a rat mouse yeah ticky ticky the, the rat mouse i named him so it'd be cute so she yeah, wouldn't worry that didn't help that made me think he is a cross between a rat and a mouse <laughs> neither one <laughs> a rat mouse bird <laughs> Anyway, so um, well, t- I was really Tiki, worried. Tiki that- was like the bird part of it. So it was really a bird rat mouse. Yeah. <laughs> I was very worried that, that while I was doing laundry, Tiki would just show up. Just he, come he'd, scampering he'd bust out. bust up through the lint filter and be like, ha-cha-cha. <laughs> or come in through. I don't even know where I thought he was, but he was going to come eat me. But um, It turned out it was just, well, I won't spoil it. Spoilers. Yeah. Listen to the episode. Listen to the episode 102 over Spoiler at nlcast.com and uh, do yourself a favor. It's a great story. It's funny. It'll make you laugh. But uh, yeah, Tiki the Rat Mouse, it sounded a lot different underneath 
uh, when you were on top of it than it did down here in the basement with the actual noise itself. And uh, so, yeah, go listen to that and you'll appreciate what we just said a lot more. But yeah, Jen was very much freaked out. I wish she'd very. been there when I was telling my version of the story because Jen had the fear factor going on. I did. I'm afraid of mice. We got to wrap the show up, but uh, we did have an Ask Jen question and then we've got three emails and then we're done. So okay. let me play. This is from Ink Drink Boy, I think. Hi, James and Jen. I just thought of the most interesting uh, question. Um, by the way, this is Ink Drink Boy. Um, what, what are the advantages or disadvantages of like a couple working together in the same workplace? Okay. So what do you think? Advantages uh, or disadvantages of couples working together in the same workplace? An advantage would be you could carpool. Yeah. If you had the he, same he, He's under the impression, though, that, that maybe we do work together. Oh, no. We, we don't. No. I would actually never recommend that. Yeah. We've got some friends that do. I, I Well, I like my space. Yeah. I don't think it works very well. And I and when people call in to different call-in shows, like especially Dave Ramsey, there always seems to be issues with husbands and wives working together. Yeah. I think I it's too much. It's not enough space. Yeah. But we, Jen volunteers in some of my ministries at church and works underneath me. But we've talked about that in the Pastor's Wife episode at cmmonthly.com. Uh, that's a podcast we do for children's pastors, but you, you might actually, if you want to see the pastor's wife side of her life, uh, go over there to cmmonthly.com and uh, look up the episode called Pastor's Wife. I don't know um, what episode that is, but uh, I'll tell you a lot about it. Basically, in a nutshell, I give her a lot of space and she gets to do whatever she wants to do. Yeah, but us working together directly, that doesn't work out no, well. no. Because nobody, it's it's too hard. I don't know. I think a business situation with a husband and wife is just putting a lot of undue stress. Yeah, it's like sharing a toilet. You just don't yeah. do it. Yeah, it's just not a... When, when your poop's coming out, you don't want to be there with somebody wow. else that you have to share oh, a bed with later. It's gross. Yeah, but it's it's a true, it's a true, uh, mm. it's, a par- it's a parallel. No, I doesn't. <laughs> okay. We got some voicemails and emails, and I lied about the voicemails. Hi, Jen and James. I enjoyed your discussion on the topic of preparing for your first year. No surprise there. My wife and I dated uh, through all four years of college and got married a few months after graduation. Last year, we celebrated 20 years of marriage. That being said, we made many of the mistakes you talked about, financially, in our relationship, etc. One aspect of finances uh, that couples might not consider is the decision to have a pet. James, I know you mentioned loving your cats. When did I mention loving my cats? (laughs) Oh, 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 wait. (laughs) Not my cats. I'm sorry. I need to finish the sentence. James, I know you mentioned loving your cats as an aspect of someone's personality, and they need to evaluate it as part of a relationship, (laughs) and that's true. I was like, I'm going to reach through this computer and smack you. There's never been a cat that you've loved, let alone your own. I have never wasted a bit of love on a cat. Now you're going to get hate mail. I love the Thundercats. That's the closest, (laughs) but I was mildly suspicious of Panthro. All right, <laughs> Panthro. Um, it was Tigra that I was confused about. Uh, there was no difference of opinion between my, me and my wife concerning our love of pets. Our problem was that we we took in my wife's family pet when we got married and then had to find apartments to rent that would allow pets. Now, we dealt with that, too, yeah, we when we came problem. here, but not necessarily when we first got married. This greatly reduced our chance of apartments, uh, added financial burdens related to security deposits and vet bills, and caused strife when the landlords regarding, uh, with the landlords regarding noise and mess. Another financial m- mistake we made was moving around too much while we were renting. 
We had to move once because the dog. And other times we moved because the apartment was too small and too far from work, so we thought. Not pretty enough, etc. If we had focused more on saving for a house rather than finding the perfect apartment, we might have become homeowners sooner and had a larger down payment. Fortunately, the house we own is uh, has a low mortgage by today's standards, but living on a single income means we don't have the resources to make improvements and renovations sorely needed. So uh, Sometimes the mistakes of your past stick around for a long time. Thanks for another great episode. Uh, which will make a great chapter in the Geek Loves Nerd Marriage and Family CD set. Fred from Long Island. Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, I I, I agree about, especially about the apartment hopping. Yeah, you're never going to be happy in an apartment. Never. Just They're, think of it as temporary. None of them are good. Luxury does not mean it luxury. It doesn't. It means hollow floors. Mm-hmm. It means sleeping inside of, of a sounding box of a guitar. It, it's terrible. And I don't care how bad you think you've got it. No apartment not the nicest apartment in the world is your home no and so don't just stay where you are and and you're gonna lose money they're not gonna give you your stinking down payment back your dog's gonna eat the carpet something's gonna happen and you're gonna end up just jacked up so yeah get into a house as soon as possible oh hallelujah to you so thanks, Fred. Um, I thought I should have said why. Oh, this is Marilyn. She wants to clarify her her uh, her uh, question the other week about uh, are we going to be afraid to have the kids listen to the show? And we got all defensive, so she wanted to clarify. We're kind of paranoid. Yeah, we are. And we apparently have guilty consciences. I thought I should have said why I asked my question, but it was not to hear your answer. But it was neat to hear your answers without my reason why. I have another. I have other podcasts that I listen to. And, um, and on that one, they have two kids, a boy and a girl, and they said they're excited, but kind of worried about their kids hearing their podcast someday. So in short, I was just wondering what your thoughts on it were. And if you guys had thought about it anyways, love your show. Uh, I always get something useful from your advice. Thanks, Marilyn. But again, I'm not worried. I think it's going to be very cool. No, I'm glad she wasn't thinking we said something horribly offensive about our kids. Yeah. And our kids would be scarred for life. No, so. she was being cool. Thank you for clarifying, We're Marilyn. just paranoid. We're paranoid. We're we hate our listeners, apparently. <laughs> we hate we, we think you're all out to eat us. <laughs> we, we work in a job at our church where people... Uh, people criticize often. Yeah, and, and it's, it's like customer service. Nobody ever comes around and says, oh, you're just doing a great job. But we do honestly get a lot of that. But... Uh, most of the time, you only hear from people when they're really angry, and so yeah, when it's a it's a it's a break from the norm w- w- when we podcast because we typically only hear from people when they're happy, mm-hmm. and so that's re- really one reason why I love it so much. So uh, when we hear anything less than complete satisfaction, we're going off on you. Sorry. So anyway, just kidding. Hey, James and James. Whoa. Hey, James and Jen. Actually, it says Hey, Jen and James. How's it going? It's better. I, I listen to your podcast while I'm at work, and I got fired. No, I'm kidding. I have been listening for a while <laughs> Do you have now. Any job opportunities? <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. I blame you. Give me a job. Uh, do you guys work together? I listen to your podcast. <laughs> I've been listening for a while now, and I always look forward to a new episode. Listening at work is really like having friends at work, except I can't talk to you. <laughs> we're not your friends no nobody really has friends at work anyway that's true they're work acquaintances yes uh but anyway i'm glad she feels that way because we are friendly and we would be your friend in real life if uh if we were if you'd you. babysit our kids and let us go to movies i'm writing to you because i listened to episode zero and i completely agreed with jen's statements about internet people apparently this was the first one when you hated podcasting yes i still do <laughs> uh and it was about five minutes long I don't know if you still do the Ustream thing, but I tried to watch one of your episodes on that, and, and it made 
I made it for about 45 seconds and I felt like a creep. I mean, I was sitting in my pajamas watching strangers who couldn't see me uh, and they were talking about their lives. I don't know why that made me feel icky, but it did. Probably because it wasn't edited or anything. So I kept listening to the podcast and I listened to episode zero and it dawned on me, I'm still being a creeper. In fact, I'm not creepy at all. And I'm also not a geek. I just like listening to your lighthearted conversations. Well, she'll like this show, this episode. The people I work with are usually uh, grumpy and not easy to talk to about anything. So, hello, my name is Jessica, and this is me not being a creeper anymore. And on a <laughs> side note, every one of my family's name starts with a J also. So it's not that bad. I liked it when I was a kid. So, also, Geek Loves Nerd is way more fun to listen to than nobody's listening because Ooh. Jen totally makes this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And if Jen is reading this, then you totally make the podcast. Thank you. I have Jessica. to get back to work. Yes, I'm writing this at work. I know Shame it's wrong. Please don't make me feel guilty. Ooh, Jen just did, Jessica. So, yeah. It's okay. All works. You should get a little personal time at work, a little break. So, Jen, what do you think about internet people now that you've done this podcast for, I guess, over a year now? I think there are some people who get too much uh, social interaction from the internet, but I think for the most part, people who listen to podcasts do not fall in that category. I agree. I agree. Not everybody is this huge mole person that lives in a basement and just does bad stuff. Most of them are married, have lives, children. And either have long commutes or a boring job. Yes, exactly. Thank you. So, Thank or you. they got too much time on their that, hands. That just makes, that makes my day. Congratulations. Thank you. Jen is shifting just a little bit farther toward geek and a little further away from nerd. All right. Well, guys, that's our show, so we're going to get out of here. Um, thank you, Jen, for an awesome show. Check out our website, geeklovesnerd.com. We have forums there. You ought to join up if you want to make friends at work. Yeah, They're on the <laughs> Internet. Uh, email us, uh, ask Jen questions or comments or suggestions or feedback, geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. You can call them in also at 206-600-5704 and uh, check us out. At, uh, you know, if you go to Geek Loves Nerd, click on the cleancast.com uh, ranking button and help us move up in the ranking is on my own stinking website. That'd be awesome. My and and check, check out all the other uh, clean podcasts at cleancast.com. Till next time, Jen, I loved you. I loved you too. Geek Loves Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> she did it. Woohoo.